Welcome back to We Are Live, live at Midco Studio in Grand Center. Oh, Gardner, you're going to make this about you? Is yeah. that what we're doing with the video there? I just want to hang out with everyone. Uh, <laughs> Chris Tim and Travis Terrell. We've got a, a full house in here. Everybody's going to be performing Saturday at Grove Fest. Where's that at, Travis? That is in the Grove. Thank you. I understand it. Uh, our boy Scrubs here. Coco's producer. We've got J.E. producer. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for coming in to pay homage to all of the platinum records I've been a part of. Uh, so thank you very much, J.E. That's you. very, very important. No, you guys know J.E. got how many albums now? Have you been a part of? Uh, it's too many to count. Definitely over 10 for sure. Over 10. It's crazy. You have a new single coming out that you yep. work with Coco on, yep, too. exactly. I, I feel really weird. These right. mics, you have to treat them okay, like a lady. Okay, my bad, my bad. You got to yeah, treat yeah, them like bad. a lady. There yeah, go, get perfect. up in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> He's like, go. go ahead and never tell me ever what to do in a <laughs> ever again right. uh, <laughs> totally blanked out but yeah it's all no I, yeah. so i i'll never forget travis and i are 35 like for the my entire life i just hear j-e uh, yeah, in my yeah, in yeah. my head like do yeah. you wake up hearing that every morning uh yeah pretty much yeah like, uh, that and, uh, yeah just all the country grammar ride with me it's just like repeat 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 every yeah well it's part of your career and again you're still producing putting out new music and then right. again grow fest saturday guys go check that out yeah uh is it is it ever strange to actually sit back and realize like you kind of helped put st louis on the map with that album um, Country grammar. I, it's just a I, yeah. I'm very thankful. It's just a regular day though. You know, right, it is. Right, right, like, right. I've been doing this literally for since I was 18. I'm 41 now. Yeah. So it's been it's been a wild ride. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. It meant a lot to you. I know that. Yeah. I mean, it definitely. Uh, I'm very appreciated, and uh, you know, like what we did, and at, at that point of time, it was just you know unbelievable. Yeah. I imagine you've learned like a lifetime of things from when you first started to where you are yeah. now. What would you tell your younger self as you are coming up in this industry? Because so much has changed from yeah. when you first jumped in to where we are presently. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say I would do anything different. Like what we did was pretty dead on. It was right. just a matter of just constantly working, you know, everybody doing their job. Like when it came to the St. Lunatics, like, Nobody was trying, uh, you know, to be the manager. They had, we had managers that would stay manager. Right. I stayed in my position being a producer. Like, I wasn't trying to rap and stuff like that. So we all, like, were just like a, a football team almost. Right. We, we played our positions well, and, and we all worked together. And that was the, that was the main, main reason why we made it. How, how do you garner that respect from an artist? How do, how do you build that relationship? What's the first thing you try to do when you have an artist in your studio? I mean, that's so something that you just can't like uh it, it's a it's a relationship it's, all, it's like you you kind of learn from you know just being in the studio the first right. you know first few times and you can instantly tell like oh this guy's got the you know stardom in him he's right. he's, he's an amazing artist you you'll know right away from the, the jump and then you kind of just like you know you kind of just go with the flow a little bit and just kind of work together. What do you do then when you notice early on that the relationship isn't turning out the way that you I mean, I've hoped. had a bunch of <laughs> situations where it's like this, like, you know, like, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's just, I try to work with them. Like right. there's, there's a lot of big artists that, that, that are kind of like that as well. Right. And it's just like, you know, if you don't vibe with each other, it's just, it's, we're not, you know, it's just not going to happen. It's not anything personal that people no, generally yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, it's just not. Exactly. Okay. You know, We've right. been doing a show for four years and we can't get rid of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exactly. strange. Yeah. yeah. It's one of so, those I mean, things it's you just, deal with. It's just a vibe thing. You know what I mean? Like instantly, right. once you get in there, if you're catching a vibe, it's, it's, that's a, it's a magic. You know what I mean? You just, right. And you just go with it. 
Fantastic. As far as uh, the other two gentlemen in the room, you yep. guys performing Saturday. Coco, obviously you worked on the new single yeah. and album, and uh, how did you, I guess, get to know J.E.? Oh, man, I picked this dude up a jack-in-the-box. Um, <laughs> true, true story. He needed a ride, this and a, a mutual friend was like, man, I know this kid we work with. Man, he, he says he's DJing and all this and likes Wu-Tang and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we was the only kids in St. Louis that, you know, was was hip on that. And then, um, yeah, man, we, we took him to his crib. All he had was a mattress and a bunch of posters on his wall and, and a, a turntable set. That was it. And he just started getting down. And, I mean, he, he really was about his business. So eventually we just started linking up. We started rapping in his mom's basement, okay. recording on a little four track and at parties. And did, we just clicked, man. It's just one of the things that we instantly. Do you recall the moment when you knew, like, all right, this is, this is what yeah, we were meant to work together. We were meant to make some music together well, well you know? i mean just his craft on djing I, I thought was you know he was already there but once he started getting into producing i never thought i could produce in the get go because i never was musically trained mm -hmm. right? but then once you know stuff started coming around he started learning how to do stuff i kind of put my insight on it i thought i could rap at the, at the time that's what i thought i was going to do still i still i still <laughs> rap but at the time picking each other up yeah. i like that and so he you know he, he basically was the first one to make it happen and then we all followed basically so you, you don't have to be musically trained you just got to know how to work the equipment and have a good ear and that's that's really all it was that's we just all loved music and tell us about the new single new single oh man in my bag it you know once he said what this whole project was about i knew he had it in the bag you know what i'm saying because right. he's been doing this right. for a while with so on games. brand that's so good you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he's been doing them video game things since his mom's basement. So once he said that, I was like, man, this is a home run, you know. So uh, we just kind of threw back ideas, and, you know, I got the chance to do this one with him. And so we did a couple others together, and I think we were talking about more ideas on the way here too. So well, what you, can record, you recorded this at Gaslight as well, right? Our buddy JB, bring your own. Not, is this, I did. You I, haven't been, yeah, okay. We just shot ideas back and forth. Been working so on that. Originally, yeah, yeah. Um, I had the idea. There was an old Nintendo game called um, Wizards and Warriors for all you uh, '90s <laughs> NES players. So, uh, so I had. We all just got like. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a real nerdy game, but uh, any which way. Like I had the theme, and um, I was like, man, this would be an amazing beat, and um, I literally threw it over to Coco, and I was like, hey, man, start this up, and uh, you know, we'll take it from there after that, and. Um, Sure enough, like he sent back straight fire, and uh, you know, <laughs> we gave it over to Scrub, and Scrub started placing it with all the artists and, and whatnot. And um, that, you know, that was to be honest, that was the first song that was done, and it was like it set the bar so high. It was like, man, this is amazing! Like, this is gonna be an amazing project. It just kicked off like the whole inspiration for the project. So we have some listeners say, asking if Grove Fest is actually family friendly. It is, for yes, sure. Performances, yeah. all that I, I stuff. So yeah, 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 hopefully the weather right. steps up. This 95 degree crap. 2, uh, 2 p.m. I believe kicks yeah. off till 11. Till 11. That'll be a good time. Scrub, so what's it like for you? You're, I, I don't even mean to say up and coming. You've accomplished plenty locally and, and touring and everything like that. But what's it like for you to kind of connect? You grew up in the area. Oh, yeah. To connect with guys like this that have these credits behind them, like international credits, all this stuff that have been part of such big moments in a craft that you live. Yeah, absolutely. These cats are legendary in, in St. Louis, no question. And we all grew up listening to their records. And it's funny now, like, 
we'll be doing studio sessions or rehearsal or something. We'll go grab a drink, and I can't go anywhere without the, without hearing the damn songs now. Like when you're hanging out with him, so, uh, it's pretty it's, it's pretty crazy, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you know, I went to a, a Red Bull presentation here a couple years ago. They had Peanut Butter Wolf and um, and Jay do a talk with the artists, and um, you know, I was sitting there in the audience as a fan and soaking up games so to be uh making records just a couple of years later was was a super dope opportunity and uh i jumped on it of course and uh i don't know i'd say everything has gone extra smooth so far That's like nice. we just cranked out a whole album and essentially yeah. a little over a month um and that's a, a big credit to all the artists that are involved right but uh so that was really my role was to just kind of link the right people with him and the right records and I don't know, it was a piece of cake, he's, really. He's like literally been executive producing that whole thing. Wow. Like, but yeah, and I like, I, you know, he actually just like is amazing me just right. of, of all the accomplishments he's doing. Cause like making a record is no walk in the park. And then not only that, but doing a show with a band and right. you have like nine artists that have like, he's, he's killing it. Can so. you describe like that undertaking for us layman's like who don't know what it truly takes to, to put a project like this together and work with different type of personalities? Can, what are some of the things that, 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 that you have to undertake once you take on a project of this size? Well, first it, it all starts off with uh, the beat, obviously. Right. And it comes from honestly nothing. So you have like, it's kind of on us to just kind of like build the blueprint of, of that song okay. or the album. So for this album, it was like all 8-bit kind of uh, sound, like Nintendo video game okay. type stuff. So once once we started, you know, getting some ideas together, then we make the track, and then obviously we send it over to Scrub, and we start figuring out the artist, and then start recording the songs and putting the vocals over the beats. And then once we start, you know, have all that, we start like kind of moving things around, making it to where it automatically fits. Right. Not to be, you know, getting too deep into uh, it. Then go we, deep, and, please, and then, please And then we end up uh, going to Carl Napa to mix it, and he makes it, like, literally sound like, a, you know, a big record. Okay. Like, so he pretty much is, I always go to Carl because it's like, I like that, that second ear. Right. You know what I mean? So, and he's, he's a musician himself, and, it's, you know, I, I respect his opinion on stuff. And then once that's done... Um, then we start figuring out, like for this for this particular project, we're doing a show, so it's just a matter of, you know, how we're gonna perform this. Right. You know what I mean? Like with the band and everything else. So, it's and all these processes are literally like weeks. So it's yes. like you know what I mean. So it's like when it's all said and done, it might be a couple months. It might be even you know a year or okay. something, depending on your situation. It, yeah. As far as artists go, so you have different levels. You've obviously uh, been a part of multi-platinum records, right. things like that. Where, what is the difference between somebody going like this, like Scrub is, right. and then somebody who's up at the top already? Like, is it just literally I, like finding the right door? Just, I mean, the talent. There's a lot of talented people in the world, and not that many people that I can't reach sit the here level and say that there's a blueprint for for success in the, mm -hmm. in the music, especially nowadays because yeah. you have the internet and like. It's just a, like I always say, the internet is like a Rubik's Cube. You know, you, once you figure out your Rubik's Cube, you're good. Right, you know right. Because I mean? <laughs> your, your crowd's going to be totally different from like a Nelly crowd or a Jay-Z crowd. Right. So it's just a matter of, and, and that's the thing with the upcoming artists, like they're obviously more hungry and, and the, it's just amazing to me to, to see an artist come from, you know, a beginning artist to a blowing up to a being a big artist. It's, it's, it's honestly like, you know, 
it's like a unpolished diamond almost. Right. You know what I mean, so you, you can literally take it any which way whenever it comes to developing the, uh, an album. Descri describe that feeling when you 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 sweat it like you just said for months, almost to a year mm -hmm. on a track, and then you finally get into an audience, and the audience is like feeling it. Like describe that feeling, because I would imagine after all that hard work, and you finally get you get that vibe, you get that response. Like, what is that like? I mean, that's the um, that's the magic, you know. That's the right. goosebump moment. That's the uh, I got that's the drug, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. The drug. that's <laughs> really what you're chasing. Right. That's the dragon, you know. You're chasing that dragon. Um, it, it, you, you recall know, your first that, that that first time? Uh, <laughs> let me fill you in on Coco. Coco did shake your tail feather uh -huh. uh, uh, over and over again with Tim McGraw, a bunch of other joints. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember my first time for sure. Um, is there is there a guy from Florissant named Jimmy that worked with you on that? Yeah, that's yeah, like okay. One of my best friends. Oh, yeah. one of your best, okay, great. I'm I'm Florissant proud. Okay. With uh, yeah, yeah, I have yeah, I have friends from up that way. So yeah. okay. Back to the back to the time. Sorry. Yeah. So no, you're good. Um, the the first time, you know, I was I was still working, and and I remember <laughs> him calling me saying, "Dude, you 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 gotta you gotta roll." You gotta, you gotta leave work, and I didn't have no, you know, sick time or anything. So I'm like, dude, I can't just <laughs> roll out. And he's like, no, you're gonna want to roll out. You got the first single, you know, with Puff, and we gotta go to New York tomorrow. So I'm like, oh, oh, so wow. oh that kind of roll out. Yeah, oh, that wow. kind of roll out. Now you're really okay. rolling out. So I basically worked something out with my supervisor, basically saying someone died, and you know. <laughs> You hear that, kids? <laughs> hear that? All levels. All levels. You know, and I didn't know where I was going, honestly. You know, I just, you know, here's an opportunity. I'm going to work with somebody I, I even grew up listening to. Right. And now I'm freaking out. My first song. Um, and yeah, then we first, all, yeah, I didn't even know how to track out a damn beat. We, yeah. we tracked it out of his house in Pro Tools. Now, I was that new. Wow. So I was just like, man. I what? think the beat was just honestly like a four-bar loop. Yeah, it's it was, a four-bar loop. really no right. breakdowns or anything. And, yeah. So yeah. I got up there and I just remember sitting in the studio, man. Just I caught Puff staring at me a couple of times. <laughs> it was just awkward. <laughs> I'm sitting there. He, he was reaching for a freeway. The scene of the, I, it's on tape because he had a videographer. It was literally like some Chappelle stuff. Wow. <laughs> like we were sitting there. This dude's got this chick with muffins walking around, champagne. <laughs> He's got his two ways, his phones. Dude's writing his verse. We're all sitting there. Everybody's just having a good time, man. And it was just a surreal moment for me. Because I'm sitting there soaking it up about this is where they did Biggie's album. This is right. this Puff. You know, you know, it was just a crazy moment, man. And then once I got home and it started making of the video and then it was on the radio, that's when I was like, yo. And then people were like, well, what were you still doing here? You didn't right. do that. You didn't do that. And then I got my publishing deal, and I grabbed my stuff and basically left out, like, yeah. baked and like, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how it and, uh, Ever since then, man, it just, it just kind of rolled out for me, man. That's dope. And, and I was just, you know. Scrub, you going to do that? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait, man. I dream about it every night. I, I, I look forward to we'll that. And you can even fire. tell me to fuck off. It's yeah. fine. I, I get yeah. it. I understand. Going straight to a family reunion. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Oh, you'll get new family. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll have cousins you didn't even know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they find you. So wait, okay, so of the three of you, how many will be implicated in Takashi 69s next uh, <laughs> testimony? Is that, are We're you all eagerly no waiting? No comment. No comment. <laughs> he already said something about me, so I'm after him. <laughs> Man, I can, uh, have we ever seen anything like this guy before? No, but I, I tell you what, they're going to cash out on this kid when he gets mm -hmm. out. 
There's going to be like a, a Scorsese movie about this. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a say, crazy, yeah. crazy story, man. It's and a crazy I think it's, story. It's interesting. I mean. How do you feel? So we, we kind of debated back and forth about this. Like on one side, it's like, hey, dummy, uh, this is very obvious that you don't do it like this. But then the other mm -hmm. side of it's like, and I'd like to say that my name is Travis Terrell. As I say that this, you can find me in St. Louis, that Missouri, not, typically not, around the Blackjack area and at Black to the Future on Twitter. If you have any no, issues, Mr. Uh, folks. Uh, no. And the, but then there's also like. The organi organization that kind of put him up, like, you were dealing with this guy who's not a real, like, dude, mm -hmm. and he's going to fly off the handle at some point, and you just probably didn't expect it to go like this how, necessarily. How many, I guess like, the who's responsible? Is, how many poses are there really in the industry? And, I, and, and when you encounter Time. those kind of people, like, yeah. obviously, everybody has <laughs> right. to move. A certain way. How do you obviously do your best to avoid those kind of people? And I because said they it. can put yourself, they can put your career yeah. in jeopardy. I mean, I just saw him clear up at the airport. Circle. None of us. <laughs> I, I, right I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about it. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on the record. I am not <laughs> familiar. <laughs> <laughs> circle square. <laughs> you don't know any phonies like that. No, I, I do. You know, there's a couple in St. Louis I think that are fed ops. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to talk directly. <laughs> I'm sure that you know there's plants. They said he was sure. a plant from the get-go. Yeah. They they put him in there in that situation. But who knows, man? I, I think the kid finally realized who was in his corner and who wasn't. You know what I'm saying? If, if my friends set me up to get robbed and all this stuff, I don't know. But yeah. a better, I guess a better question on that: How important is it? for you to build a circle of people that you can rely on and trust, especially again in this industry where I'm sure, you, I'm sure you learned very early, like it's a lot of people who play the politics and it's important to have people in your corner that you can rely on and trust. Oh yeah. There's I'm, a lot of people that yeah. play just to be cool, just to be mm. part of being cool. Wow. Yeah. Like damn, Jay, he's this and that and this and that and he's, he's, he's on the top of the billboard, let me hang out with him and just be cool. Yeah. And then wow. they're really not there for you, you know? Right. You, you'll see it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a wild ride, but yeah, yeah. Definitely, I, like I mean, honestly, Coco, like you said, I used to he used to pick me up at uh, Jack in the Box from right. work. You know, like my, my the circle's been tight from day one. Yeah. I mean, there's been like people on the outside, but you know, like I like I'm always welcoming, but like I can always tell like what you're here for if like it's on a bad, uh, you know. You can kind of smell what people yeah, are exactly. are looking like if they I mean, ask certain questions. I, you know, it's been going like. Country Grammar is like going on 20 years, so like 20 years of just kind of like dodging the wrong people and, and keeping the right ones with you is like kind of, I'm a master at it now. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, it's not that good because you're here right now. <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing that you've done. Uh, no, again, guys, go see uh, all these dudes at Grove Fest this weekend. Uh, anything we need to look out for specifically? I know we, do we have a track too? We'll end on that one in just a bit, but um, I guess the three of you being here, and our big shout out to JB from Gaslight for bringing you in, but uh, like the three of you here representing St. Louis, how do you feel about the scene in St. Louis right now? I mean, you go back to like, Stacey Static produces her show here. Like we do every five days a week, we hear all these crazy stories from about the time you blew up. I mean, going from like wild parties at the monastery to yeah. like to net like what is the hip hop the yeah. hip right? Yeah, you didn't think you were gonna get a monastery thing, did it? But, but no, what's what? How do you feel about the scene as a whole right now? Because even just mentioning Carl Napa and the stuff that you guys just everything in this room right now, there's a lot of impressive things happening. Um, 
how do you feel about St. Louis as a scene in hip hop or just music in general right now? I think St. Louis has always been had like always had extreme talent. You know, yeah. it's just it just it just not. I wish that we had more of a music scene that would like uh, we have bigger bigger labels out here and whatnot right, right. that would kind of like you know look at us. You know what I mean? Right. That's the thing. And, it's just it's tough to get out of this bubble, you know what I mean? And, but it's it's starting to ease up a little bit from what I see, just because of the internet, you know. What right. I mean? Great point. And uh, you know, it's it's not impossible, uh, you know, Nelly, you know what I mean, and right. like Chingy and and everybody else. So it's not impossible. It's just a lot more work, you know what mm. I mean? Because you got to actually fight to be seen outside of St. Louis. Right. And that's pretty much how you make it here. Back in the day, now right. it's starting to ease up a little bit, you know. Yeah. You can get those eyes on you from other cities. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, man, I want to say personally, of course, being a St. Louis, I mean, I appreciate yeah. everything y'all have done, especially Thank for you. the music scene and for artists around here, mm -hmm. man. You guys were literally the soundtrack of, yeah. of high school or college for us, man. So we really appreciate it. So many it. girls turned him down while yeah. riding me was, was on. Man, it's like right. really but important. Y'all put in the real work, and we certainly appreciate really that. Really appreciate you know? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's fantastic to see you all still pushing forward. Groove Fest this Saturday. Go see Scrub. Go see Coco, J.E., uh, follow him online. We'll plug, we'll plug, tag everything, and uh, yeah, you make guys sure to, uh, in my bag out now. Uh, Bodine, Kashan, all uh, over the internet. That's so great that you can put it out there for everybody to see. Also, what we like to do too. This is a podcast in 2019, but I like radio from like 1997. Who's got shoutouts? <laughs> uh, well, we'll start with the obvious. I'm gonna give Jay a shout out for yes. giving all these St. Louis yes. artists a chance to be on a on a real record with a big producer. That's super dope. He could be off doing other stuff. Absolutely. Aside from that, I'm gonna give a shout out to my mom. Oh nice. man, that's She's so dead. great. That's um, okay. There we go. Uh, Travis, <laughs> there he is. No, I wanna, Sorry, I wanna, mom. I want to give a shout out to you know the pioneers out here uh, to join us today, man. Again, like. Huge. You guys definitely put the music scene uh, of St. Louis on the map. And so shout out to you guys and the effort and, and continuing to do it because, you know, some people can just come and go. But you guys continue yeah. to grind. So yeah. definitely shout out to you guys. Uh, I'm going to need two shout outs from you guys. <laughs> well, wait, this is the important part. Who are you guys shouting out? Uh, <laughs> shout out my daughter. Yes, uh, that's perfect. Yes. See, we're sensitive crew. Though. I know, <laughs> man. See, you didn't think you were going to scratch through the surface on this. My daughter, and I'd like to thank you guys for bringing oh, uh, us on the show. Thank, thank you. Swide Angle, <laughs> yes. Ted Drew, yes. Stan Musial, uh, Gus is fashion, Stacy Static, Tony J, yeah. Rodney D. Young. Thank you, know, man. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate Becky you guys and Wanda. Growth Fest would be cool, you know. Come yeah. out and support that. The album will be dropping soon. Shout out to Gaslight, Zach, everybody, you know, that's involved. Absolutely. So it's going to be a big time. I've got shout outs for Happiest Hour comedy series this Thursday at Sophie's. <laughs> that's right. The second floor right here, we've got free comedy, six o'clock, four o'clock special starts. Big thanks to Jack Daniels and Schlafly for making that possible. Gardner, you got a, you got a shout out? You look like you're ready to shout somebody out back there. Yeah, I do have a shout out, actually. Um, I want to shout out, even though I've been sober now six years. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's that's good. <laughs> yes, Got a shout is. out White Castle for starting to sell beer at the. Oh restaurant. Wow. Yeah. wow! It's a one stop shop. Yeah. Yeah. One stop shop now. Yeah. Yeah. See, they finally put two and two together. Roll it out in some select where, cities, where man. This, this gonna happen. They just announced it yesterday. Some uh, select cities gonna roll it out. So yeah, just exactly what 
Yeah, it's very real. White Castle. Yeah. It's very real. I'm gonna make a call because I'd like you all to make a soundtrack <laughs> for the chaos that's about to, to the sewer system. <laughs> Just it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's gonna be it's trouble. Get your wet wipes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's gonna be rough. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming <laughs> in. Support them at Growfest this do. Saturday. Shout out to everybody in the room. We're back live tomorrow at 8 a.m. We've got Ian Edwards this week. Seven other great people coming in. So thanks everybody. All right, thanks, peace. Guys. Thank you.